This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com, and I'm joined by Ben Bolin, and this is Car Stuff. It sure is. Uh, the name is changed, uh, but only to protect the innocent, right? True, true. Yeah. And uh, I got to tell you, Scott, you know, uh, with my with my new job down the street as a sandwich artist at a location <laughs> I won't name. Oh, yeah, that didn't give yeah. it away at all. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a part-time <laughs> thing. It's to feed my creative soul, uh, you know? Sandwich artist this week. I got to tell you, one we've got we've got a lot of changes going on. One of the changes right now. I know this is off topic, but man, our new uh, Studio One A, new yes. and improved. Yes, Studio One A Two Point Oh. Yeah, yeah. One B. I don't know. Beautiful. Facility. Look at this, man. You see how much room we have? Very I'm nice. Waving my arms. Yeah, you are you're waving your arms, not hitting anything. That's a, that's a, right. Like me. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, we by were the way, nose really. to nose last time. We sure. Were, yeah. But, uh, this is nice. Really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyways, maybe you'll notice a little difference in the sound quality, whatever, but, uh, mm-hmm. um, continually improving. So it's, uh, it's, it's work in progress. It's really nice in here though. Onward and upward, exactly. right? Exactly. And so we're going to kick off our, uh, inaugural podcast in mm-hmm. the studio, right? With, um, something that a lot of people probably think about, but never, you know, well, it's hard to find the answer sometimes. You know what? I would, I'm confident a lot of people think about this one because I, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about this stuff more than other people, but a lot of times when I'm in, uh, I'm sitting in traffic. We have a lot of traffic here in Atlanta. We sure do. I, sometimes I'm sitting in traffic and thinking, like, where, where did all of these cars come from? How, how many cars are there? Because you know, when you look around, you're seeing, you know, one to two miles of road mm-hmm. at, at the most, maybe you know, on a stretch, and it's packed solid with cars. And you know that you're in just one part of of one city, of one state, of one country. Of one continent, of you know, it, it goes on and on. It's like, well, mm-hmm. geez, how many cars are out there? Other than, I mean, because you're seeing just a ton of them, you're thinking, like, man, my area right here is so jam packed. Mm-hmm. How and, and I, my area is rather small compared to, uh, you know, what you're talking about, you know, the, for the full 
planet Earth, really. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, you can even go take this down to the city level, whatever you want. But um, man, there's a lot of cars out there. So I, I often think, like, well, how many are out there? Mm-hmm. How many have there been since you know? How many are out there registered right now? How many? How many have there been since the beginning? I don't know if we'll ever know that number. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. How many? How many are in the United States? Um, mm-hmm. You know that type of thing. I just wonder. A lot about the stats, the facts and figures. Well, let's play, let's play around with some numbers here. Now we can't give away the big one until the end, right? True. We can do that. Yeah. Yeah. We can, yeah. we can say, we can save that one, but, um, <laughs> we've got, we've got some pretty cool, uh, statistics here. I don't know, Scott, do you think we should go with some year, year by year stuff or do you think we should go into the U.S.? Why don't you hit me? You've got year by year from, uh, what, the late nineties? Yeah. From actually just barely late nineties, 99 to, uh, 2009. Okay. Um, and this is cars produced in the world every year. It's crazy. Um, in 1999, there were slightly less than 40 million cars produced just that year. Okay. So that's everything from, that's every make and model that they could count. 40 million cars Slight, built in just 1999. Slightly less. The, the real number is 39,759,847. Wow. Can you imagine being that guy who's out there at December 31st waiting at the last factory <laughs> and he's like, 846. And he's got the clicker in his hand, right? He's got the clicker. Yeah, of sure. course he's got the clicker. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And, um, 847. Okay. But it, it more or less goes up. There's like a little variation. There's some dips, you know, mm-hmm. but it goes up to, let's say just for reference in 2004, it was 44,554,268 cars, uh, in 2004. And now, or, 2009 at least, because sure. you can't count 2010 yet. Exactly. Although we will help you figure it out, right, Scott? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll um, leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, last year, the projected uh, amount of uh, vehicles built or cars built was 51,971,328 cars, just short, like a coarse hair away from being uh, – 52 million. No kidding. So we've gone from 1999, uh, 39 million plus mm-hmm. to 51 million, you said? Yes, sir. 10 years later. Yeah. If we went to ballpark, it honestly, we would call it 52 million. I mean, it's- and well, these are, these are known numbers too. These are, these are exact because these are manufacturer compiled data where they say, mm-hmm. yeah, we built 2 million vehicles. We built, uh, 1.7 million vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess uh, that, that differs in in the next set of numbers that we want to give people. Um, yes. Well, the, yeah. the final number. Actually, I don't know if we want to get into that just yet or not because we, we want to talk about um, the potential for 2010, yes, uh, what the possibility is. And um, I, I haven't really seen any projections yet for 2010. Have you? No. 2010 is a bit of a tricky year. Nobody really wants to try to call it mm-hmm. because we have, you know, there, there are economic factors that we have to consider. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of possible game changers this year. Yeah. Yeah. One thing, though, is um, there's, a, there's a really cool site that both of us stumbled across and, uh, you know, independently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Worldometers. Worldometers. Uh, all one word. And what it is, it's world statistics. You can find these for several different things. I didn't look at anything else except for the cars. Did you check any, out any other numbers? Uh, they have one, they have the same kind of thing with a global, uh, hunger oh, website. Okay. Oh, boy. 
Yeah. Way to bring it down. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, That's, uh, it, yeah. um, they've got, they've got a lot of great information there. One thing that I wanted to check out though was the number of cars produced this year. Yeah. And so I looked at this and lo and behold, there is a, a counter that is continually counting up on the site that, that states the number of vehicles produced to the second of this year. And uh, if you've ever been in a place where, you know, like there's a population counter in Atlanta somewhere right? Uh, that, yeah. that continually ticks up and it's like at 6 million or something like that, big number of people here in the city, um, or 5 million or something like that. I've also seen, um, I think it's Goodyear Tire Production has a, a sign in Detroit Do that they? counts up the number of tires that Goodyear's produced. I believe it's mm-hmm. Goodyear, mm-hmm. Um, you know, one after the other. And, and, you know, the number gets into the millions, of course. Sure. This number so far, cars produced this year, and you checked it today, right? Because I've got yes. a printout from yesterday, and it's mm-hmm. got an older number, but it's it's around twenty three million six hundred some some odd thousand mm-hmm. vehicles produced this year. Yep. And this number ticks up. It seems like about every half a second, there's a car built. Sure, it seems like there's a, there's two cars a second about. Yeah, and you may wonder how the heck do they figure that out because they don't have somebody counting every time a car rolls off the line. What they do is they compile all the data, you know, based on the statistics worldwide, um, you know, from uh, where was it? International Organization of Motor Vehicle Manufacturers. Yes, sir. And they compile all the data with how many how many they make a minute, how many make they make a day, how many shifts they work. Uh, how many, how many days they work? You know, they, they compile all this data and then they decide that, all right, there's X number of uh, days in a year, X number of hours in a year. They get it right down to the second mm-hmm. and decide how many vehicles are produced every second in the world. And, uh, that's how this number is calculated. So they know what this number is going to be at the end of the year. Yeah. I, I have a feeling they do. Yeah, they do. Um, they, because it's a countdown. It, it must yeah. have started January 1st, right at midnight. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure it ends, you know, right when you think it would and uh, one year later. But, um, that's the December 31st for anyone who is frantically flipping through a calendar. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Very good, Ben. Yeah, very good. Hey, I'm a humanitarian. Master of the, okay. That's <laughs> that. Master of the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to quit my job. So anyways, that's a really cool site. It's called yeah. Worldometers and, it, and it's mm. world statistics updated in real time is what they say. And it's just kind of interesting to look at and see that mm. number climb like that. It's, it's really amazing. And we definitely endorse that site. It's cool. Um, because they, they, uh, when they look at these metrics and these statistics, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a little bit of a micro machine kind of thing. Is that cool? Yeah. You remember that guy? Yeah, I do. Okay, I'm not gonna go as fast as him. Oh, good. But the car, the manufacturers, they ask, lest you think that they left someone out. Um, they are, you know what, Scott? Are you I'm, gonna read all of them? I'm not. You oh, know okay. what? I th- I was feeling pretty ambitious, <laughs> but I looked at yeah. this. Oh yeah, because you know what? We think uh, here in the states, we think uh, okay, GM, Ford, Chrysler, sure. and Toyota and Honda, and yeah. you know some of the some of the more obvious ones. There's mm-hmm. Renault, I guess, and yeah. you know, Porsche and Volkswagen. But there's some odd ones there, aren't there? Give me, yeah. any, just give me a couple of strange ones because I've got uh, a, I've got a short list here too. Scania, yeah, Navistar, mm-hmm. um. Geely, yeah, Seat. Uh, yeah. Be- yeah, Beijing yep. is another one, I think. Yes, sir. Yep. Um, let's, let's see. see. Uh, Daihatsu. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, it's just it, it goes on and on. I mean, it it's goes, a long, a it's a long, long list. There's no way we could read them all. I mean, well, I, I think parameters. that would be unfair to the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nope. Exactly. Unless we made it a sing along, and plus you know. my butchered pronunci- pronunciations of all of them. I, you know, I, I like to think that people are forgiving our, our mispronunciations yeah. and chalk and, and focusing on our, our good intentions. That's right. I mean, even when I mispronounce Honda. <laughs> oh man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, yeah. uh, here's, here's another, here's another statistic I'm going to throw at you here real quick. Okay. Um, let's see. In, uh, 
2006, the United States itself produced, um, let's see, am I reading this number wrong here, Scott? I've got 11,263,986 cars. That's probably right. That's probably right. That's probably right for the right. United States alone, right? Yeah, right around 11 million. Okay. Yeah, and that's actually, that. you know, 2006, um, and, uh, going forward, you know, car production is sort of, tied closely to the economy, you know, because when I was looking at these numbers, man, I know the world's a big place, but I was thinking, of course, not everybody on the planet owns a car. How many cars can we keep making, you know, and there is a rate of attrition, right? Because Uh, cars break down no matter how good you are to them. Yep. So there's a lot of cars sitting in junkyards right now, too. Right, right. Others, others what that aren't registered, some Mm -hmm. that are just, uh, just you know, they're not registered and they're left in a garage somewhere. Yeah, good call. Or, they're a barn find. Yeah, or on, uh, you know, they're on just parked on the street. But, um, you know, for whatever reason, they've let the, the registration tag lapse mm-hmm. and uh, just sits there. But then it, then that car is now uncounted for that year mm-hmm. because we're talking about registered vehicles. And we get to this, this ultimate number uh, for, you know, cars in the United States, cars in the world. It's registered vehicles because that's the only ones they know for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those cars that have been junked. Uh, they, you know, what's funny is they do know, um, well, last year, remember something kind of unusual happened. Uh, we had the, the whole program, you know, the program I'm talking about, right? I think I might have an inkling. Go ahead. Are you talking about, oh, wait, wait, let's do a Jeopardy style. Ding. Uh, what is cash for clunkers? Correct. Correct, Ben. I'll, yeah, I'll take uh, the rest of the podcast for 200, Scott. <laughs> take, I'll take swords for 30. Uh, 30? No, 300. I'll take Scott, hey, stuff Scott sees. The, um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the thing is the Cash for Clunkers program, um, you know, it was, of course, it was a European program as well, and it was also here in the United States, but uh, that attributes for a significant amount of vehicles coming off of the road. And what's weird about this is that the number that makes the number of cars on the road decline instead of increase because the number of cars that came off the road in certain areas, certain regions, uh, the number that came off exceeds the number of cars that are going back on the road the following year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know that's like you said, it's breakdowns. It's you know the cars just wear themselves out. You know, sure. People go from being a two car family to a one car family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the cash for clunkers thing wasn't that uh, you trade. It's one for one. I mean you're trading in one. Yes. You're getting a more efficient vehicle. Um, that's the idea. Yeah, that's the idea. But, um, I mean, it, it came down to, I believe it's millions of vehicles coming off the road at that point. So, mm-hmm. um, it did play a factor. And a lot of places are claiming that, uh, the number of cars, um, is actually declining for the first time since, uh, I think they said World War II. Right, and, right. And, uh, which has kind of a unique, I mean, that's a long, mm-hmm. long span of time because as you mentioned with your 1999 through 2009 number. It's generally trended. It, it, up. yeah, exactly. It trends up. And, uh, this year, I guess, well, I think it was this year they're, they're um, supposing that it's going to drop a bit. Which makes sense to me because, you know, we we do see that uh, a lot of people who were planning to purchase a vehicle, um, whether new or used, may have decided to put that off for a little bit longer mm-hmm. um, given given the climate. But then also – now, this is just – this is just Ben's wild speculation. I have no – I have no answers. I haven't done any research on this. Uh, but Scott, 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 I'm telling you, man, we're making so many cars at some point, you know, the market is not going to want more cars, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I feel that way too. I mean, I feel like, uh, well, it's true. I mean, it, it's, it's happening, but you know what? The population is growing too. We're, we're constantly adding, our population is not shrinking. It's not declining. Excellent point. And, um, you know, people are, be, you know, either, 
uh, you know, bring in a third car or a mm-hmm. second car, you know, for a younger driver maybe. You know, they're a three-car family when they have, uh, you know, somebody who turns of age. Maybe they buy one. Graduation um, present, say. It, well, yeah, yeah. It's, it happens. Um, it happens. Or, um, you know, maybe they just wanted a, a – maybe it's a one-car family going up to two cars now. They're doing sure. a little bit better or – uh, there's just a number of reasons why, um, why I think that, you know, the production numbers are what they are. They've backed off a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, manufacturers have cut the, you know, I mean, of course we hear about this every day here in the States, but, um, you know, of course the, the, uh, uh, the number of, of, um, shifts at plants have dropped, oh, right, declined. Yeah. And, you know, of course they're, they're laying off workers and, mm-hmm. uh, production numbers are way down. So they, they do match, you know, what's going on economically in the world. What's, what's happening, you know, in the car company. They're not going to just continue to produce and produce and produce, mm-hmm. uh, if they can't, if they don't have any way to sell it. And, um, so I think they're, they're trying to, uh, to play that balancing game. I mean, I know they are. I, that's that's what they do all the time. I mean, that's the business. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to sell more, they'll build more, of course. Right. And they just continually been building more and more and more. And now we've got some, uh, you know, global economic factors that are causing people to uh, to scale back, and manufacturers are scaling back as well. So I I think we should also point out one of one of my favorite reasons um, that we're still able to see. I'll be an optimist. Let me start over, Scott. I'll be an optimist on this because I think we will still see uh, increases in production slight. Maybe they'll go down for a while, but they'll continue to go up just because now there are so many more people in um, developing economies who have, for the first time in, in generations, the ability to buy um, a personal vehicle, like mm-hmm. when we did our story about the Tata Nano. Yeah, that was gonna. I was just gonna mention yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Because people are moving yeah. from a motorcycle, which mm-hmm. they use to carry five people. Right. Uh, now they're able to afford a car that's comparable cost mm-hmm. and much much safer. I mean, much safer. It, yeah, much safer. And and why wouldn't they do that? But you know, that makes uh, well, that makes the car production numbers mm-hmm. go up and and number of registered vehicles on the road go up. And I know, I know that there are. Several sides to this argument about car manufacturing. You know, on, on one side, there's definitely a very valid point that um, the more internal combustion cars we have, the the more um, pollution that we will have. But also, you know, for a lot of people who are first time car buyers, it's a tremendous opportunity in their lives. You know, to be able to, I guess, um, I'll tell you. You know, you know, we have we have public transportation here in Atlanta, and. I ride the MARTA to work. It works out for me. Let me tell you, Scott, one thing about walking is there miles are <laughs> a lot longer. Oh, yeah, but I bet. Yeah. Especially right now. Do you, Ben, do you know what, you know what? This would be a little bit of interesting uh, information for people outside of Atlanta. Today. Oh my gosh. Are you going to lay it on them? Uh, do you know what the temperature is today? Uh, let's see. It is over 90. How how far over ninety? Uh, far over ninety. What's the, what's the you know you know those heat index things that they do you know yeah. like, kind of like the wind chill in the winter. This is the heat index for the summer. So like heat plus humidity. Here's the number. What in the shade? One hundred and three. That's just that's so wrong. Yeah, this man. this area of the earth is uninhabitable. I don't know why we're here. <laughs> I don't get it. I I'd much rather be cooler than than hot. Like oh we are come right on now. man. Oh, it's no, the world it's, of coke. It's, it's Africa hot here, man. We have the world of coke. It's really hot here. There's some really cold places in Africa. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're on the mountains. All right, all right, all right. All right you got okay, it. Okay, we're, yeah. we're having too much fun. Yeah, that's right. Doesn't so, matter to anybody else, I'm sure. But I'm, uh, I'm sure Just to give you a clue that, man, and, and 
humid. Humid. Oh, it's like being slapped with a rubber blanket, oh, yeah, man. Exactly. I yeah, got up this morning and it was, you know, I'm I follow uh, another one of my favorite Benjamins, Benjamin Franklin's idea about being early to bed, early to rise, mm-hmm. sort of. Healthy, I, wealthy, wise, I think. I mean, I'm working on the first part, man. Got it. But uh, I I was I was up this morning and it's just it gets so hot that I I think that I I think I might have to just start driving to work again instead of riding the Marta. Oh, so you can just uh, AC bask, bask in your let AC. me tell you, yeah. air conditioner I- invented by a man named Carrier, actually. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I uh, one of our other podcast stuff of genius actually has a good show oh, about this good. guy. But um, you know, I here in the now south. Let's, now let's do the local traffic. Now let's do the local traffic. Yeah. yeah, no, but here in the <laughs> south, though, let's see if we can bring this back. Yeah. All right. So here in the south. Um, you know, we definitely see an increase in people driving in the summer mm-hmm. because of the AC. I mean, it's really, it's, it's really it's good to oppressive have oppressive heat. It's oppressive. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, the best way to say it. I mean, it's, hmm. it's crazy. So I can understand why people would want to, uh, keep themselves in an air conditioned environment, um, you know, sure. somewhere they can control the, the environment a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that, you know, people, uh, I guess steer themselves away from public transportation in the summer when it's just, ridiculously hot. And even if we take it outside of the context of Atlanta and outside of the context of, you know, heat or, or climate conditions, there are always reasons that people are going to need um, vehicles. Mm-hmm. And that is why I think our listeners are starting to pick up on this guy. We're sort of, we're sort of, I'm defending this number because I know it sounds crazy. It's mm-hmm. crazy math. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, man. Should we stop beating around the uh, median, as it were? I think so. You want to? Why don't you hit him with it? I want you to do it. Uh, okay. Which we want first? You want the? Because uh, I've got two numbers here. I've got the. I got the worldwide number. Okay. So this is uh, estimated number of vehicles in the entire world, or I've got uh, just the United States number. Let's do the U.S. alone. Sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. So United States alone. Mm. You want me to give you the exact, or you want me to round up? Um. Let's do, let's do, well, first off, let's, let's point out this is cumulative total. This is not one year. No, not one year. This, this is, this is everything. how many cars are on the road mm-hmm. in the United States today. And, and they are on the road, so we're not counting. No, these are registered vehicles. Right. Registered vehicles. Registered so it's not vehicles. all the storage vehicles and junkyard vehicles and everything mm-hmm. else. This is, this is a number of cars that you'll find, uh, you know, on the roads with you today. And now hold on, cause we're going to have our, uh, Super producers, uh, Liz, Liz and Tyler put in a drum roll here for us. Very dramatic. The number is 247,421,120. So we've got nearly a quarter of a billion cars on the road in the United States alone. A quarter of a billion. That's, that's an unbelievable number. I can't, I can't even imagine that. That's, that's, Really, it's a crazy number again. Uh, one more time, actually. Uh, 200, it's, it's about 250 million cars on the road in the United States right now. And there, there's over, I think there's a little over 300 million people in the U.S.? I think you're right, yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're right. So. I'm trying to think of the last census number I've saw, I've seen. Oh yeah, we've got the um, census coming out. Yeah, it's, out. it's coming out soon. We'll, we'll figure that out. So that's a, that's a crazy and, distribution. And if you want to break that down, that's down, that breaks down to 136 million cars. Um, 110 million trucks and about 1 million buses. So that, you know, that's about 247 million vehicles when give or take 400 and some thousand. 
Wow. I know. Amazing. That's just so crazy. And, and just think of all the, you know, the vehicles that are not registered or, you know, are driving, you know, with no plates or sure. no tag. And there's a lot of that around. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's kind of a, that, that's kind of a low estimate in my mind, but, uh, I mean, yeah. I, think, I think it can go up significantly from there. I bet there's a lot more out there, but again, a, a quarter of a billion cars on the road. Just in the United States. Just in the United States. You want to tell you what? I want you to give them the uh, the worldwide number because it's a it's an astronomical number. For Are you sure, man? Worldwide, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. You um, just don't want to say all the zeros. Well, just remember <laughs> it. Just remember it's 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 an estimated, but it is, but it is the registered number of vehicles in the world right now. I'm going to shuffle some paper real quick here. All right. So we've got to get this. All right, Scott. Are you ready? I'm ready. You want to kick me off with a drum roll? There are over 600 million passenger cars on the road in the world today. Incredible. 600 million. Over 600. Over 600 million cars on the highways, and on, when, on the small roads, everywhere. And whenever you uh, – for anyone who is familiar with uh, Mark Twain's famous quotation about statistics oh, – I'm just shouting out all my uh, – all my literary heroes today. But for anyone <laughs> familiar with that, we, you know that, uh, statistics can be a little bit, a little bit slippery sometimes. Yeah, yeah, sure. And so here's a, here's a tip from Scott and Ben about statistics. Whenever you read a statistic that says, you know, over some number, that usually means that they were counting up to that number and then they went, there is no way we're yeah. going to count all of these. Yep, exactly. Yeah, they're, uh, they're done at that point. I think, uh, a nice round number like that, that's, uh, somebody's, somebody's done some trimming on that number, I think. Somebody's clicker broke. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I think there's, uh, I think, I actually think there's a lot more than that out there right now that are just unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. You know, farm vehicles that, uh, just simply don't ever get any plates. Good point. Um, there's a lot of like, uh, industry vehicles, like let's say that you're on a, uh, you know, a private piece of land where, you know, you're working a mine or something like that. You've probably got a lot of trucks and, and vehicles that never leave that property. Just and haulers. And exactly. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, just your own independent machinery that, that operates on your own land. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of that out there. Um, like we mentioned, unregistered vehicles that, you know, people for some reason think are a good idea to drive on the road. They're not. Sure. Um, some private collections, probably. Private collections, of course. You know, there's not as many as that of those, but uh, mm-hmm. not of significant numbers like right. you know, some of the farms would have. Uh, but I think that I think those numbers are a little bit low. But I mean, 600 million cars on the road. A little bit low. Well, I think those numbers are way low. You do. I would, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was much more. You know. There, there's an maybe even more astounding number that uh, I'm, I'm also shuffling paper, but there's an estimation for tw- the year 2030. Have you heard this? I think this is. I think this is what we're leading to. Okay, this is probably the uh, the last little fact here. I got uh, or a little. Uh, yeah, let's end in the future. That's well, good, uh, and we'll we'll go back to the future. In sure, another podcast. Okay, okay, maybe in 2030 we'll report on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. All right, so 600 million cars on the road right now, but by the time 2030 gets here. You know, when, uh, when 2030 rolls around. So we got 20 years from now. 20 years. There's going to be an estimated 1.2 billion cars in the world. 1.2 billion with billion. a B? So that doubles the number that we just read. So look around you during rush hour or any time of the day and, uh, and, you know, imagine double that amount of traffic in 20 years. Yeah. Okay. Can you do that? No, but <laughs> yeah, same here. I, I mean, mean we're going to double stack them. I have a pretty good imagination, <laughs> but that's that's just crazy. So it's going to take me three hours to get home. 
Well, maybe they'll they'll build new roads as well. Well, you know, here's the thing, Ben. We've we've talked about roads in the past. They've got them all laid out where they're where they're going to be. They've got a little bit of room to make them wider. Not a lot. They can't double the size of the roads. That's true. They're not going to make. You're right, you know, my friend. They're not going to make an eight lane highway sixteen lanes wide because there's just not room on either side. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. This is, there's going to be a serious problem if we do get to this number. Um, I don't know. What do you think? You think it's possible? One point uh, two billion. Well. Uh, <laughs> Got me on the spot. <laughs> tug my, yeah. tug my collar Mel Brooks style and tell you that yes, I think it is completely possible. Um, I know that, I, I know that it's very easy for folks to say, well, well, no, you, you absolutely can't get to a billion cars because the price of gas will increase and mm. there won't be room and we'll run out of steel. But I mean, if as long as there is a motivation to build vehicles, people will, Start businesses and build vehicles. Sure, yeah. they said the th- same thing forty years ago, or right. They probably said the same thing eighty years ago when there's you know ten thousand cars on the road, and they said, "This is crazy. There's so many cars out here, and they're they're getting in the way of my horse." Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, and, and um, then then look at us now. I mean, we're in the we're in the hundred millions. They they never would have guessed that back in the early nineteen hundreds. And also, you know, we we can't predict the intervening factors that would make it possible. You know, what if um. What if one of the alternative energy contenders becomes, you know, the next go-to car, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, right now, a lot of the alternative stuff – and I, look, I'm going to be controversial for a second, but here's – you know, I always have to have one bad analogy for show, right? <laughs> so here's Ben's bad analogy for this. Um, alternative energy cars right now are sort of like Laserdisc and we're waiting for a CD or DVD. Okay. So. I follow you. You, you see I follow. where I'm we're, going with that? We're on the right track, but uh, it's just not there yet. Right, right. And we're working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, to take it all the way back to uh, to when Scott Road Rage, Benjamin, is stuck in traffic <laughs> looking at that just two miles of cars flat out packed, um, what's going to happen to them? Well, uh, some of them will become historic cars. Many of them will be junked. A lot of them will be sold and moved around and still on the road. But – it, I mean, double stacked. That's a great way to put it. Man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's what are they going to do? Uh, yeah. Double decker highways, I guess. I don't know. They're going to have to build up and, and below. Mm-hmm. Um, really, it's, it's, I don't understand. I mean, if they're going to try to get them through the same infrastructure that we have now, it, it won't work. Um, think about double the amount of traffic mm-hmm. on the roads, in, um, you know, based on the way the roads are now. It just won't work because right now there's a lot of yeah. bottlenecks and, you know, things that just, I mean, you know, of course, areas take those into considerations and they, and they fix that. Um, you know, to some degree, but you know, there's still rush hour traffic and you still end up waiting. You know, I, I live 15 miles from here and it takes me sometimes an hour and a half to get home. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine, you know, taking three hours to get that distance. I I'm mean, sure that some people do, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, I'm sure. there's, I'm sure the people in Los Angeles and, and then that, that corridor, uh, the Northeastern corridor there. Sure. Probably have a crazy commute. Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. They commute from Idaho to Boston. Well, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, but um, less populated areas. This is actually we're we're probably gonna um, hit the trail ourselves here because Scott, we we gotta let you go before you get caught in rush hour. Yeah, I've exhausted all my numbers here. Yeah, so, and um, I, I don't, you know, I I'll probably stick around for a little while because I don't want to ride the Marta when it's hot. There's a lot of people on <laughs> yeah, it. That's right. But um, what we should what we should do is we want to put out a call to our listeners um what do you guys think about that projection um 2030 
1.3 billion cars. 1.2. 1. 1.2. 1. I'm already sensationalizing. You're already adding another 100 million. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. That <laughs> that's all right. So, no, that's double. So double what we have right now. Right. Do you think it's possible? How do you think it would happen? Would cars change? How would how would the world deal with this? And while you're thinking about that, um, why not stop by our Facebook page, which is Car Stuff? It's a lot of fun. Yeah. We've also got Twitter. We've got Twitter feed. Yep. Uh, we've got a blog. Mm-hmm. We've got an excellent blog. Yep. And we've got uh, the website, of course, mm-hmm. which uh, has a ton of automotive information, articles mm-hmm. all over it. And pretty much anything vehicular, too. And then, and then of course, if you, see, if you see that we're missing something or if you have a clear vision of 2030, 1.2 billion cars, the best way to tell us is to send us an email at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.